Welcome to Tavern Talks, where two friends have casual conversations of how to make the most of your time at the table. I'm Jesse. And I'm Steven. And Jesse, what are we drinking today? Oh, we got we got something special today. Uh, we went out, really decided <laughs> <laughs> to, to binge for our fifth episode. Um, and we got uh, some <laughs> it's uh, some champagne. So we have some champagne. Yeah, to celebrate our fifth anniversary. Wow, and this week it's fifth, very five meaningful. Week anniversary. Yes, this um, is mine. Is a product of Italy, though. Ooh, it's a uh, it? mine uh, is as well. It, it is. Yeah. <laughs> oh, great. <laughs> um, what is yours called? Like, what do you have? Um, I have the Rufino, and it's a Prosecco, wine, a sparkling wine. Okay, mine's a Rosetta. Um, Moscato di Asti. Great pronunciation. Thank you. I yeah. I, d- I took some Spanish. Okay. Um, <laughs> shall we? Shall we? <laughs> Cheers, thanks, brother. Cheers, brother. <laughs> like a fine wine. Like a yeah. like yeah. a cooking wine. Man, let me tell you, you can never go wrong with champagne. You know, I feel like I feel like every time I drink it, I learn to appreciate more about it. You know, what else? What else you have have you learned to appreciate more of? That's actually a great question, Stephen. Um, I've been I've been thinking about that a lot <laughs> in terms of D and D. Yeah, you know, and it's awesome. it's amazing that you bring that up because the question uh, that we had posed last week and that we um, want to talk uh, more about this week is. What have you learned about yourself through playing D&D? Um, yeah. I, I think it's such a fun and important question to kind of think about as you play, especially if you've been doing it for a while, because there really is just this unique ability mm-hmm. to, to just learn, whether it's about yourself or, or your interests yeah. or, 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 or just, yeah, more internal things. Um, it can be such a great resource for that. I feel like anyone who's played for a while understands that uh, to some sense. Yeah, because you could take D&D and on total uh, surface, again, just gather, fun, leave. That's it. But I think that there are some super strong elements to this game uh, and the people that you're with that you really start to learn about who you are. And, And I think the reason why... One of those reasons why is that because you are playing other characters and other characters have are like you're bringing them to life. And so there's this sort of reality that you're inserting yourself in. Uh, I think sometimes we say in D&D you're escaping reality or going to a different reality. Mm-hmm. But the re- that might be true. But what you're not escaping is reality itself. OK, well, this is like um, meaning uh, that there is. There is growth, there is challenges, there are failures, there are growths, there are different things that happen uh, for your character, but then also for you because you're playing that character. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, how often do you get an opportunity to really just experience a world through someone else's eyes, which is really what you're doing a lot of times in D&D. You know, you're playing this character that... Maybe they are similar to you in a lot of ways, True. but it's still a different person in a different world experiencing different situations, you know? And yeah, it's, it's so fascinating to think, well, 
what can I learn about myself, about how I make decisions, about how I think or how I perceive the world by being able to experiment almost in this in this D&D world. Let me ask you a question, though. Yeah. When did you start to acknowledge that you were learning something about yourself through D&D? Did, did you like learn mm. that right up front or did you find that it was like... You, you know what it was is... I, I actually, I, I don't know why, but I really remember this distinctly. It was, it was a few, uh, few months after I started DMing, mm-hmm. uh, very early in my D&D career. Um, I was over at a friend's house. We were having a bonfire. And a few of my friends loved to uh, do uh, freestyle rap. Cool. Right? They'll put on a beat and That's cool. rap back and forth. Oh, it's a lot of fun. Uh, and I was always horrible at that you know i could i could like I, I was the singer sure i wasn't the rapper i could not come up with stuff so it was always amazed me how people were able to improvise so well yeah so there i was um and they they had gotten into it again they were they were rapping and they as always asked me to to join in i was like you know what yeah let's do it and I was able to kind of keep up and I was having fun. I was coming up with stuff on the spot. I was making cool verses. And I just realized in that moment, like, man, I've become so much better at that thing that I always wish I was good at. Just hmm. the ability to improv. That's whether so cool. In, in rap, yeah, whether doing freestyle or yeah. like in acting situations mm-hmm. or anything in life. I just real. I started noticing more and more. I just became so much better just improvising, thinking yeah. on my feet, you know, having conversations on the fly. And so much of that has to do with my experiences DMing and playing D&D. That's super cool. Um, so with that being said for you, uh, I mean, just go ahead and share. Like, I'd love to hear just what are a couple of things that you've learned about yourself through, through D&D. I mean, that, if that yeah. moment was the beginning of it. Yeah. So, so that, was, that was it. And that was when I started thinking, yeah, like, well, what... Uh, what else am I gaining from this? Yeah. You know, I started kind of making those connections. Um, another thing uh, that I've been thinking a lot more recently mm-hmm. is how much more empathetic That's cool. I've become. And I get, I guess, open-minded. Hmm. You know, um, just being able to, especially as a DM, just constantly be hopping into these different people, playing these different characters and yep. these worlds and these lives so much different from your own and i've always even from the start of of when i started creating uh campaigns was i i have never liked the trope of the the villain is just all he is the pure form of evil and you as the party are perfectly good and you're the heroes <laughs> and you have to go slay evil in darkness, right? Yeah. Um, I've never liked that because the world isn't that black and white, right? Yep. Um, our world doesn't reflect that. There's all this gray. So I started kind of experimenting with this. Well, even my worst villains, mm-hmm. even the most terrible people in this world, why are they like that? Yeah. You know, they didn't just when they weren't just born and were like, "I'm gonna take over the world, yeah. destroy everything." They they had to come from somewhere. So just going back and experiencing these people's lives and like what caught what I thought like could have caused them to become like this has made me so much more empathetic to like people's stories in, cool. in their real life. You know, 
where they've been, what what has brought them to their this point in their life, you know. Do you feel like? I know I'm kind of asking you these questions now, but I just really, oh no, I'm, I'm just I'm coming, I'm getting back to you. <laughs> no, Don't I just <laughs> so with with that being said, do you feel like because we've just had conversations about being empathetic means that you really can listen well uh, because mm. you can't if you don't listen then you can't really understand acknowledge and relate where has been a moment for you in through D&D where you felt that like that listening really has been that you had to really grow and to listen well was it through pl- being a player or, or a DM more you know honestly I think it's a little bit of both sure. uh, I think it really started as when I was dungeon mastering mm-hmm. because I would really what I would try to do is listen to what the players were saying right because I had to yeah like you know as a DM they're talking to you mostly you know so you have to have some way to respond whereas sometimes as a player if another player is talking to the NPC you might check out and like not great but yep. it's fine yep. you know it's not gonna stop the game right so as dm we're kind of forced to listen and i started to kind of notice that i really picked up on what my characters wanted yeah and like what their actual goals were just by listening and was able to kind of start catering it towards just by picking up little things in the ways that they said stuff or the ways that they responded just like in their bodies to what i was saying yeah you know that just helped me so much and i started doing that as a player that's and um, I've seen that. I've definitely seen that. Completely. Such a huge shift in 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 that ability to really be engaged, and it's just been teaching me in real life to be to know that I have to listen to people to truly understand what I can say in response. Yep. You know. No, I completely agree with you. For for me in that. Uh, going going back a little bit to the creativity part, like I relate to the empathy and the listening. A lot, but what well, you've always you've always been great at that. I here, here's so, and that's sort of like in my job profession right. too. Like I, I it's like <laughs> I'm my like I am a listener, and I, and I want to do that. I mean, I've grown a lot because in that in that sort of listening, you're listening into a different way though. Mm-hmm. Like I'm lis- I'm reacting. You know this. We're reacting based on the way our players are reacting as DMs, sure. and. And yet, I want to be I want to be mindful of where they're wanting to go. So I'm just again, that's that's sort of that side. But the, the yeah. The, what about you per- personally, though? I've talked a bit sure. about how D and D has affected me. Sure. What about you? So it's interesting when I started playing D and D as a DM first. My my first thing was I was creating the story with friends or whatever, but. What I started to really enjoy, like, really quick was, uh, like, I'd get poster board, and I'd start drawing out the maps, and I didn't have a lot of colors, and so I'd just <laughs> use, like, a pen, and I would draw out, and then I would start Googling different ways of drawing, and then I started looking on YouTube and different ways of people creating terrain, and fe- and I just mm. got, I just fell in love with the crafting part of D&D, and then I realized, I actually am sort of good at this, and it's really fun for me. I think I really enjoy taking a piece of foam, cutting it in a certain way, painting it, getting it set up so that we can use in a in a fun modular way for the players that enhances the game, right? Oh, a- absolutely! And you know, like I have an, I have the whole three D printing Which setup. Which is so cool. It's so helpful. So cool, but. You know how often I come to you to borrow your yeah. rock, your cave yeah. terrain, or your yeah. trees, or 
It's so, so unique. Yeah. So I, I learned that I actually enjoy, I've learned, I've learned to enjoy my creative side period and, and, and to enjoy that uh, a lot. And then I'm actually good at crafting and I'm getting better and I will always get better. But I really learned that that's, I'm good at a different skill that I would never, literally, I would never crafted at any point in my life, unless my daughter grows, like we're going to do crafts as she's uh, as a kid and stuff. But me as an adult guy in a, my spare room <laughs> with my mat and my, you know, my Proxon machine cutting foam, like I would not realize I I would love doing that. Yeah. Anyway, um, but I, I mean, I, and I just know for you <laughs> talking about this before, like it's such a great time for you. You, you yeah. can cut it. You cut out time to do this. Right. Like uh, crafting. Yeah. And I, I, I respect that a ton, man. Yeah, no, I, it's a lot of fun. We get to share that together. And then with all mm-hmm. our other friends, too, who do that. Um, the, the other thing, though, that I've learned about myself is is sort of it's a it dips back in positive and negative is that I put a lot. We we both we put a lot of our time and energy into this game and it's become such a passion that for me sometimes has created a weight on my shoulders that I have to carry that then I've realized what I've learned is that I can sometimes be afraid to fail in this game. Mm. And I don't, I think that was a really healthy realization that even before we were talking, it's going to be a continual process. I'm going to keep thinking about where this sort of fear of failure is going to continue in my life in different ways. But I think that even in D and D it's just, it's, it's opened that sort of fear of failure in a creative sense. Like I want to be the best that I can, but I also want people to enjoy it. And if people don't enjoy it, then that means there's something wrong with me, which is not necessarily true at all. And so I'm learning that, you know, right. Learning that truth. But there's, I've learned that there's that piece of me that is afraid of what other people are going to think about me as a person, as Steven, mm-hmm. based on my ability to play this game well or well or not well. Yeah. Yeah, so. and exact. I, I felt that same way starting off. For me, it was like disappoint. Like I was always terrified of disappointing. Yeah. People oh gosh. In my entire life, right? But through D and D, you start to realize, well, it's never in your control. Mm-hmm. You can prepare as much as you want. Mm-hmm. You know, you can have everything prepped out, but anyone will tell you, eighty percent of that's going right out the window once yep. the session begins. Yep. You know, and and so what? It, what have you? Do you think you're? You said it was a process, but like, do you think you're getting better at it? How how has D and D like really been helping you? Yeah, so so it's interesting that you say it that way. How is it actually helping me to not stay in a fear of failure? Mm-hmm. It, I'll break it down this way: if I didn't, if I was playing D and D by myself, it would be really weird, obviously, because you can't, because you need the people to play it with. But the fear of failure came a little bit because of what I thought of what I had I'll say it this way sorry the the way that I thought the players were thinking of me but I realized that the players are also the ones that are, are the ones that are really supporting me too so the the process comes with like laying out how I feel with my friends and my friends affirming me in my not for the sake of like putting someone else down to make me feel good about myself but saying listen we love Steven for who Steven is. And we're going to play this game because we want to play with you, not because of you. So like, don't put yourself on a pedestal, but we, we are your friends. We love you. Our table matters because we want to be here with you. Does that make sense? Right. Right. Well, and and your players don't want you to fail. Right. 
you know, that's they, good. Reali- realizing that as simple as that sounds like, oh, of course, like some of my good best friends maybe don't want to see me squirm and fail and feel mm-hmm. bad about myself. That should be pretty obvious. But yeah, realizing that is is comforting to know yeah, like, oh, so they, they understand mm-hmm. that I'm not this perfect sage, you know, who has all the answers to everything they want to do. Yeah. Right? So total shout out to all of those that play with me. Oh, <laughs> like, yeah. Just like, thanks. <laughs> thanks for being a huge support and good community because yeah. that matters. Yeah. You know, the ch- train wrecks got it going. <laughs> <laughs> they do. It's a great group. That's a great group. Go ahead. <laughs> well, no. So I wanted to get into uh, some of the comments that we oh, had sure. on this cool. question. Yeah, yeah. That's um, good. So... I have them here. It's what I really loved about this week's question mm-hmm. is it was less about like I think we kind of talked about is less about answering a question, you mm-hmm. know, or like giving advice, and more about just be appreciating these things. Sure, you know, we're not really dropping any amazing knowledge no. or wisdom. But we're really taking, I think we're really taking this time to just appreciate what this game's done for us, you know, Um, and that's awesome. And and so many people responded to this question. So we just wanted to rattle off a few of them that we really think ties into one of the things we talked about, um, which is discovering a new interest that you didn't know you had. Like for you, it was crafting. For me, it was, it was creative storytelling. Yeah. You know, writing improv. Like I love improv now. That's so fun. Um, even though I never thought I was good at it in the past. So uh, we have we have a few here. Um, one from uh, Tome of Summoning uh, says, I've been an architect for 10 years, but D&D brought the creativity out of me. I absolutely <laughs> love that. It's, it's, it's true. It's what, it's what we're saying. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and having that creativity in a field like that, I mean, you know, Tome of Summoning got their Kickstarter dropping today. That's right. It will be today. You, it would be today, so go so check that out. shout out to them at Tome of Summoning. It's going to be awesome. That's Super so cool. excited. Yep, exactly. Um, so we have them. Uh, then we have one from Jake the Snake, 1783. Uh, and he talked about how causing chaos and being spontaneous and things can be quite fun. Uh, <laughs> I, love how he, I love how he phrased that. You know, uh, and, and it's really true of just you have the capability of just doing some wild stuff that you would never have been able to do. Because you can. Yeah. You just can. Exactly. The opportunities and the and the the possibilities in your in your mind to just create insanity is it just brings a smile on my face right now. <laughs> I know. Like it just makes me think about like whenever I just want to like mess with my PCs. Yeah. I'll, uh, they'll, when the next time they walk into a tavern, mm-hmm. there'll just be like a couple guys who just say <laughs> one mean thing to yeah. them as they walk by. <laughs> and it's an immediate brawl. Oh, absolutely. And it's so fun. Because I just know, like, in real life, you would never, most people, you know, would never just walk into a restaurant or a bar yeah. someone says one thing and you immediately start punching everyone right but um, what would take more chaos or put it to the next level would make it just like a small like little like old woman or someone that like passes it <laughs> like will you still do it yeah but she's wearing like all black and she yeah. takes her cane it just that's total chaos that's super funny I love that uh, we have someone uh, Aaron Waite that says uh, that I enjoy medieval fantasy worlds more than I thought 
like yeah i think because there's so many different types of worlds and so many types of settings and and we of course if you're looking at it from just a medieval sense we'd never lived back in that time you know in our history and there's some really cool stuff there oh absolutely some really random cool fighting intricate clothes and food and verbiage and lifestyle so many different types of cool things that are there too uh, and the last one we have is Caleb.tu uh, says this. I already enjoyed writing stories and planning adventures, but RP surprised me, and it was my new fave. I feel the same exact way. What do you love about role-playing? It's just, it makes the story alive. Yep. Makes the world, it's, there's a difference between, if you want to play in a world, just grab Skyrim. Yeah. Or or uh, games like you know the massive yep. uh role those role playing games open world. Yep. Um but I feel like D&D's special because of that role playing aspect of like you can actually experience this person. Yeah. Right? Experience this world. Yeah. Such a different feeling. The when I first started to really quick, I had a fear of failure when it comes to role playing with people. Because I thought they were going to look at me in a certain way because I'm being weird or something. Mm. But, again, we've said this a while ago. I just shared that to some of my players. And they were like, go ahead. We're not going to make fun. We're like, we love you. Go ahead. And so it just gave me the freedom to express and try. Oh, you know what yeah. I mean? Which I didn't. That just learned more about myself. Yeah, I prefer when you're weird. <laughs> you you have great weird characters. I do have some weird characters. Yeah, the fact that Browner just came back. <laughs> with Even though I, I'm a new a new character now, mind blowing. But he's so exciting. He's a weird character. So I think that with all of this, there are there are so many different things that you can learn from D and D from role playing games. And those of you that are sitting with us at the table, really encourage you to just keep an open mind about what D and D could be speaking into your life and how it could be also. Uh, doing some really cool things that you wouldn't be able to recognize right in that moment. But now that you have sort of an open mind to it, like it's going to speak volume in so many different ways. The role play, the, the creativity, the improv, the backstory, all these different things could speak volume into your life. That could be really, really fun. And so, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. And I really just want to close with this, uh, this final comment that we got. Cool. Uh, we talked. We've talked a lot about. Well, what can you learn that's exciting, you yeah. know, or that you find something that oh, this is something I can improve on, you know, or this is something I'm learning this new about yourself. But I think also a big part about this, uh, besides just learning about yourself, is using D and D as a way, as like a coping mechanism sure. for for what's going on in your life. Sure, you know. Um, even in present circumstances, there's a, a comment we got um, that said, I had trouble expressing emotion after my dad passed. Mm-hmm. So role-playing characters really helped me. And I just love hearing stuff like that because yeah. that's really where so much good can happen. Mm-hmm. You know, where you're just surrounded by people mm-hmm. who love you, as we talked about, who want you to succeed, yeah. uh, who don't want to see you fail. And... You're just able to escape, and but not just escape, but experience. Yeah. You know, um, and and just live a different life through a different set of eyes for a second, and that can, as as we see here, it can 
help you get through what you're experiencing, you know, yeah, yeah. see the bigger picture, um, which Absolutely. is so awesome. Yeah. So, yeah, so many great things to learn from D&D. And, and as we set up for next week's um, episode, the kind of question that we'd love to ask you guys um, to as you're part of the table as as players, how do you stay refreshed at the table? I think that that's I think that's a fun thing to to talk about and think through because I think sometimes in D and D it can actually sort of feel a little bit weighted. And how do you keep things moving, keep things fresh? Yeah, absolutely. And we've talked about this a bit with DMs yep. of how to kind of go in stress free, feeling good and excited. Yep. Um, but it's, that's also important for players. You know, yep. how can we continue to enjoy this game? Not really get feel like it's getting stale or that we're not really going anywhere. Um, so we're ex really excited to hear what you guys think. Um, this will be on our Instagram page. Uh, we'll this week be and continuing be posting the question so it's easier to come back to yep. and comment on if you want to find it later. But you can find us at Tavern Talks Podcast and look forward to seeing you there.